You are listening to the Enziguri Podcast, new weekly episodes, and Marks at a Roundtable, every pay-per-view on SoundCloud.com. The Instagram Podcast. I'm your host, TV Richards, alongside Flannel and JCL. We got news, results, and much, much more. Oh my gosh, it's been 19 years since Jeff Jarrett was on SmackDown. Yeah, so how'd you... I thought it was great. Dude, they had a little small little clip of um, Zack Ryder and Jeff Jarrett hugging for the first time. They never met each other. They were talking to each other on Twitter, and he, they said, if we meet, we're going to hug. Did you see the part with the uh, road dog in the back? What do you yes. think he was thinking? He's like, dude, we need to bring back the the um, the um hug. Maybe Bailey will come out and hug people. Welcome hugging. Monty. Get off me. <laughs> What's going on, What's going on, guys? Not much. We got our advocate over here. So... What do you think of Jeff Jarrett coming back for the first time in 19 years? I mean, Jeff Jarrett was still a little kind of like before my time, even for like the first parts of SmackDown. And um, I mean, it's great that he's back. I, I mean, knowing the history that he's had with Vince McMahon, I, I am curious to see where it goes. I don't know if it's just going to be like a one-off thing. Go ahead, Frank. There's one thing for sure, though. There's a reason why he's on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. You could possibly be in the running for GM once. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. They're keeping him away from Kurt Angle. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two hate each other. Oh, and yeah. for a good reason. Good reason for that. <laughs> was he ever on Raw back in the day? Yes. Somebody was mentioning on Twitter or one of the pages, they were like, there, there was a video where he was hugging Natalia, and somebody was like, Tyson get better tell him you know better uh, make sure that his girl's not doing anything because so. <laughs> we know the reputation that Double J has dude I've been a fan of Double J for a long time ever since I was a kid dude I loved it when him and Owen Hart tied up back in Wrestlemania he was a great heel team. he was a great face dude he was great when he took on China dude he deserves that was a great match the first ever make me a sandwich match yes yes and the only unfortunately damn it I liked his early TNA work. I feel like early TNA, when you know, like... When he cared? Yeah, when he cared. Dude, I love the whole concept of the King of the Mountain. Oh, yes. You know I mean? yeah. Oh, yeah. And didn't he win a lot of it? Um, yeah, I think it was 50-50. I'm pretty sure it was right around 50-50. It was win-lose, win-lose. Dude, like, he is a big name for TNA. Sure. Dude, TNA. Um, dude, WCW came in. He started off with the NWO. With Bret Hart, Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. I think Booker T was in that. Don't piss me off, slap nuts. Yes. yes. Dude, like, he deserves this Hall of Fame. Yeah. Dude, IC champion, world champions. NWA champion. Yes. Do you think they'll, like, do you think um, they're going to recognize his NWA championship wins? Like they do Ric Flair's mm. or not? I don't know because the NWA back then meant something to the NWA today. That is true. I don't think they will. They'll probably just skip over it to go over other accolades. Mm-hmm. He's got more than enough. Yeah, he's got more than enough for them to keep it uh, keep it yeah. flowing. So, Brian Kendrick might be coming back in the roster to a five and all. How long has he been gone? He's been out for a while. He yeah. Might. It was a broken nose or something, right? 
Mm. Broken Nose would have kept them out that long? No. Well, I mean, he, he, a, he got a bad GTS from Hideo. Oh, yeah, and I remember. Wow. He's been, wow, he's he's been, been gone, gone that, that long? Damn. Yeah. Wow. I'm a Kendrick Mark. Yes, I will admit it. I love Kendrick. I Slice love... bread number two. Dude, that's my Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, I love wrestling. I, Dude, if you look at my, the people I like, is Austin Aries, Kendrick, Jay Lethal. Austin Aries will never be as cool as Ultimo Dragon with all the belts. Ultimo Dragon was yeah. great. Absolutely great. Probably one of my favorites when I was a kid. So, except, except for the part where he blew his WrestleMania entrance. So, oh, yeah. I remember so that. Yep. Two of five is going to get a little bit stronger because I think Kendrick is the veteran of the group. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's like Shawn Michaels walking in and saying, okay, guys. We need help with. Mm-hmm. I mean, for his knowledge of the industry. See, 100%. this is this is one of the things I was a little bit upset that they didn't do with Austin Aries, because Kendrick is going to be that guy. Yeah, Aries is that guy too, but they didn't use him. But that was the issue with Aries himself. He didn't want to be used like that. He didn't. Right. He didn't want to be the like. He still wanted to be used like he was a top card guy. They should. Have. They should have done that. Plus, where he was, but. But Ari should have known ahead of time that just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I mean, he's he's his, a smart enough guy to, you know, but... He, his running NXT was proof of that. But he, he just wanted to give it a shot, see how things went, and now he's gone, so... See, what is, what is he doing right now? Ring of Honor, TNA, Japan, everywhere else that he can get a title. He's basically doing whatever he wants to do. Right, yeah. So, good for he, him. His contract, he, all his contracts... Are saying that he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with it. There's a reason for that. He's a big because, name, so he can get away with that. If his contract says tickets. otherwise, he's going to be like, I don't want to work with you guys. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tell you to F off just like I did WWE. Because Ring of Honor and him had like some bad blood. And boom. Okay, I'm, I'm cool with the Cruiserweights bringing back Kendrick. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think it's a positive. We're still especially, talking about the cruiserweights, especially in their place right now. Anything's moving on up from Enzo. What yeah. do you think of them putting a cruiserweight tag team titles? I would love it. Sure, absolutely. Because they're bringing in tag team wrestlers together, like they got the the lucha guys, the mask guys. They're well, using anything right now. with lucha. I'm sold on. Yeah, I love lucha. Um, and then you got um, you could even go a step. For, sorry, the two that. Japanese wrestlers, um, Tomi and um. You told me uh, for the cruiserweight division. Yeah. Um, you told me and Tazawa. Oh, Akira Tazawa. Tazawa. Yeah. Sorry. Akira Tazawa. Dude, I'm horrible with names. I'm sorry. You, you need to talk to Titus about it. I, I should. I should oh, talk yeah, to Titus. So, they're putting tag teams together down in cruiserweight world. I can't wait to see. I'm. I'm. I'm happy. I was watching two or five today on my lunch break. I didn't finish it. But I got to the match with Tony Nese beating a job. So, I miss Tony Nese. Dude, I, I marked out when I saw him live. He's a good wrestler. Tony, Tony Nese beating a jobber? What does that say about the jobber? Right. I don't know. He, he I didn't remember his name. I, mean, I think his name was Jordan something. I mean, Tony... Or, yeah, go. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to say, I am glad that they're introducing a, a tag team title for the Cruise Race. But I feel like they could even go a step further and bring like a mid-card singles title, too. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to establish uh, 205 the same level as, you know, NXT, then you could add, like, a single title, like they introduced the North American title. They could have, like, a like a light heavyweight or something, like they had, how they used to. I bet, so, they, I just, bet they will, mm-hmm. but Triple H is trying to put 205 back on the map because Vince McMahon destroyed them. Oh, yeah. So, you know how much Vince McMahon hates little people? He's got a big man complex, that's to say the least. He's overcompensating for something. But sometimes big men don't put out great matches. They don't. Otherwise, Lesnar would be like the most beloved wrestler on the planet. Lazy Lesnar. Okay, um... There are a few exceptions to that, though. Ron Strowman obviously being one. Okay, next topic. Um, The main event closing for WrestleMania. I know we're going to jump into this early, but I think it should be the topic... What's it. your opinion about it? I think Roman and Brock should end the show. I think they should start the show. I agree 100%. Um, 
Bruin Reigns and Lazy Lesnar. That's the name that they have been dubbed here forward and since. Uh, just the build-up is bad. The promos were bad on both ends. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though Reigns had probably one of his better promos a couple weeks ago, it still was very underwhelming. Yeah. And, I mean, all right. Paul Heyman is Paul Heyman. You put a mic on him, and it's great. But, I can only but it was so still very underwhelming for what they're capable of with him showing up the last couple of weeks and the whole build-up with him not showing up prior. I just felt was done poorly on the creative end the whole way through. I do also think that Nakamura and Styles was very under-promoted, but is more deserving, and that's what the fans want to see more because, let's face it, we all know... The direction this match is going to go. Okay, if we're looking at the card, I'm going to pull up a card right now. While you're doing that, we already pretty much saw with this past Raw the direction it's going to go with Reigns getting over at least momentarily with his, again, multiple Superman punches. <laughs> but they've purposely did that to knock down Lesnar. To show that he is infallible and that he can be taken down, if only for a split second. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody saw that that bomb of his coming. See, my whole concept of it has to the match, like the best match, has to start off the show. Okay, and I'm thinking three, two matches in my. Now I'm not talking about pre-show battle royal and the tat um, the cruiserweight match. But I'm talking about, like, the 7 o'clock showtime start. Mm -hmm. The Icy Tunnel match could go first. Or AJ Styles and Nakamura. God. I will say that because the WWE title is way more, you know, there's more history to it. It's more prestigious than a title that was just made up in the past, like, what, two or three years. I will say that it deserves to go on last because, like, it's your flagship title. You know? I understand what you're saying. Unfortunately, Raw is the flagship show. That is, true. And Which is, it is exactly why you're going to get the result you're going to get. And it's Roman Reigns, Vince's favorite boy. And at the same time, it wouldn't be, like, the first time that the Universal title was, like, defended, like, mid-show. Goldberg versus Lesnar was held, like, mm -hmm. mid-show. Mid this is this has a lot of tag team matches in the pay-per-view. Here's... Here's something else, though. If Brock versus Roman open the show, they'll probably actually do both of them favors. It yeah, would. exactly. See, if they started off, I might be bored for the rest of the show. Literally, you always have to have the best match to start off. But Brock, that's like, the case. It's not going to be Brock and Reigns. It's going to be a boring match. Roman, for the last every WrestleMania that he's main-evented, like, I have fallen asleep. Yeah, Dude, I'm okay. Because at the end, at the end, I'm like, I don't care. Because you're gay for wrestling, you'll you'll watch it forever, dude. I'm saying I don't care what the main event is. You don't care what the main event is. No, I care about. But that's what supposed to be the most, That's supposed to be the most because, important match. Dude, if it's don't you listen to CM Punk? Who cares about CM Punk? Yeah, you're right. What has CM Punk done? Not main evented. But he jobbed a lot of UFC matches. Ooh, just Only one. one, two. Well, soon to be two. Soon right, to be two. So. I feel like what? the only thing that could take the place what? of this match as the closer would be if they snuck in Cena and Undertaker. Yeah. If they did that, I'm okay with it. Which I would be totally cool for. But we already know what's going to get the biggest response is Brian's return. We'll get into that. Yeah, that will probably go on last, but it's not going to be the main event, though. But yeah, I agree with you. No, I think it's going to be they the main event. They should pull a fat, like, alright, this is how I see it then. You do have Roman and um, Roman and Brock go on. And they make it seem like that's the end of the show. But then Cena comes out. He's like, know. I wasn't on the car. And the whole time, it wasn't The Undertaker, it was but The American Badass. And then Kid Rock comes out with his shitty-ass song. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we fooled everybody. But you know what? It would go down in history because not too many people have seen that shit coming. Yeah. You want to know another reason why it has to be The American Badass? Because we're in New Orleans. Didn't they ban pile drivers? No, they did that for the uh, house shows that are happening. I still think that would be a, I, I still be think that'd be a funny as hell of a reason for them to go, 
Well, then we again, need they to can... have him do the last ride. Didn't they ban power bombs too, though? No, they're not that bad. <laughs> it was it was pile drivers and blood. Okay. To, to finish it off, to start off the pay per view, I'm going with AJ Styles and Nakamura, just because it's going to be one of the best matches in the card. I don't want that to start the show, but I guarantee it's going to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I want it to. If anything, just I because... want the tag team, the SmackDown titles match to start. Dude, I'm talking about the SmackDown, maybe, one of the tag team matches next. And then the women's title, then tag team. Then, AJ, uh, not then the U.S. title, maybe. What's that? Yeah, let's do another one. So, that's what I think. I think that's... Oh, 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 so um, okay. I'm not, I'm not big on this match. Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. I'm not, I'm not over. Like it's not. I'm, I'm a Daniel Bryan fan. It's had the most build up of any of the matches. It really has. I'm bored. I think it's stupid. I don't think Shane should be in the match. Shane has put on probably the best matches in WrestleMania for the past like, I two just, years. I'm calling it right now, my personal opinion. This whole thing is a lead-up. And during this match, something's going to go down where Shane turns on Brian. With Brian. their whole back and forth, or the other way around, but with their back and forth and the, the animosity between the two of them, I think that more so than this being a match with the two against you know, Owens and Zayn, because I Owens really think this is a lead-up to develop something between the two of them to yeah. have something. And they, plus, we already know that there's a vacated spot now for the GM, and that's going to lead to something, and something's going to come from that. Brian Owens and Zane as a stable? Nah, I no. can't see that. He just got hot coming back with getting cleared. They're I can't see them turn. immediately doing a heel turn. That's why I'm too, saying... Way too over to turn in heel That's why I'm saying I think it's going to be Shane. Yeah. Shane, and I think that would be and the McMahon going heels nothing fucking new, so. phenomenal if it went that direction. See, I'm not I'm not big on this match. I'm just well, I, I think, think it's more of a lead up for a future match, and it is something that we need to worry about right well, now. I don't think Daniel Bryan should be wrestling these two guys. Yes, if anybody, why not? If there's anybody Daniel Bryan should be wrestling. It's two guys that he's wrestling. The Miz. Right, and, and think of the that's the going to happen. Come, we know going that's going to happen. But right now, the Miz just, is hot. Plus, the Miz just had a kid, and they're. Gonna obviously because it's a very family oriented show. They're going to back him off a little bit off of something that hot. Yeah. They don't want something to happen, and the Miz have to get pulled off of something that's going to be that absolutely white hot. Yeah, this is a good lead up to get Bryant back in, get the ring rust off. It'll be a good lead up to have some sort of event between him and McMahon, Shane McMahon. And plus, this would be a great way to put Miz on SmackDown. Once Bingo. The, draft the, one Bingo. That, the one thing that you were saying though about having Shane and Bryant have something happen with them. I think they want to blow the. I think they want to blow this entire program off and just lead it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Be a good way to do I it. I think that Owens and Zane. I mean, it's not guaranteed that they'll win or or lose because they could end up on Raw also. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And now that I'm thinking about it too, they probably were gonna like blow off that because the only reason they were even trying to have that little animosity between them is because they weren't sure if Daniel Bryan was staying. Now that he's staying and a full-time wrestler, they're going to keep them, you know. But they still got to figure out. A, but the the whole question now is how do they transition him? Like, okay, you're not a GM anymore. I mean, you know, besides the fact that he never wanted to be in the first place. And being like, okay, now you're just a wrestler. That's the question. So, it could work. On this topic to our listeners, let's hear your thoughts on this. I think this is a really hot topic that might be interesting. Give us your feedback. Okay, next topic. Hall of Fame. I, I got a couple questions in this thing I want to ask. Rock and uh, roll, let's go. But right now, um, from the past of the Hall of Fame, who had the worst speech? Mr. T. Mr. 100%. No. Backlund. No, I still say Mr. T. I was going with Mr. T. Okay. Backlund's just senile. Mr. T's just Mr. T. That's the issue. Dude, Mr. T's, uh, he kept on saying, my mama. I mean, it was over a thousand times. But I, <laughs> well, you don't love your mama. Exactly. I love my mama. I pity the fool. So here's the opposite. Who had the most memorable? I think Ultimate Warrior. I love Jake the Snakes. Jake the I Snakes was gonna say Ultimate Warrior Just is be- probably more predominant because of his passing. 
Yes. And probably sticks in everybody's mind, but man, Jake the Snake and Dusty. I wouldn't say for Ultimate me. Warrior's speech at the at the Hall of Fame was, you know, impactful. It was the speech he had at Raw that was most impactful. Oh, 100%. Lenny Poffo for Randy Savage. That was a good one. I would also go as far as say Mick Foley. His was pretty good. Dude, which one was Foley it? was good, sure. When they all were on stage together. Who? It was, I think Bobby Heenan was on there. Bobby Heenan's was awesome. Bobby Heenan's Bobby Heenan. That guy's never done anything bad. Me, personally, my personal favorite that I've always loved because it was a tag team I loved as a child was Alpha and Zika. Okay. I mean, those guys paved the way what about for the a predators? lot of wrestlers. Sheep herders. Okay, the Bushwhackers. There's, there, they weren't too bad. Um, uh, they were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. I really thought that they were going to run a dumb gimmick. I'll tell you the one that I was really disappointed in was the Rockers. Or not the Rockers, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no. Um, Midnight Express. Oh. I said the Rockers. I don't know why I said the Rockers. Um, the Midnight Express was just so... They hate each other. And you can tell they hate each other. Do you think Jim Cornette... Uh, Even though they're still wrestling They still hate each other. Cornette is in. They Cornette don't want to have anything to do with one another. did he go on last year? It was in the last couple of years. Cornette's in there? Yeah. I love Cornette. Cornette's I hysterical. A, I didn't know he was in. I'm trying to think of another one, actually. Scott Hall's is pretty good. His, Hall was good. His was painfully short. Yeah. Yes, they cut him really, but, really but short. For, but for the amount of time he had, it was awesome. So, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year? We got, got Hillbilly Jim. We have Goldberg, the Dudleys, Ivory, Hillbilly Jim, Jeff Jarrett, Mark Henry, and a celebrity inductee, Kid Rock. All right, okay. let's just skip Kid Rock. Nobody cares about Kid Rock. So anyway, let's <laughs> continue is, with who, the real who, wrestlers. Got a question. Who is going to induct him? Who? Kid Rock. He's going to induct himself. Yeah, that is true. I don't think I got that Nobody one. cares. This is how little... Everybody no, no, cares no, no, about the no, Kid I Rock. Just, because I want to know who's going to induct him. You know what I mean? Like, a McMahon. Probably. Okay, who's inducting um, Hillbilly Jim? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Hart is inducted. Jimmy Hart. That's a great Good old Jimmy. Dude. I love that you, guy. If you watch, did you watch Legend House? Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you see Did you see the story that he lost his kid? Mm-hmm. Dude, that, that was heartbreaking. And, like, his, his life went downhill. So, I want to see what he can do. Because they became friends, more better friends on the show than... What do you think Goldberg's going to have to say? I don't know. I hope they let him say what he wants to say. I think he's going to have a free reign. And I think he's, he's going to be talking about his kid. He's going to be talking about how much he missed being a superhero and how his last run, you know, made him happy as opposed to how he was before. So yeah. It's going to be very... Cut and dry. And that's Paul Heyman inducted him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I'm interested about because I love Paul Heyman. Who's inducting um, Ivy? Molly Holly. That is a good pick. I agree. But because if you remember, Ivory was like right to censor. Molly Holly was super Molly. You know what I mean? Oh, it was when she was like genuinely wholesome Molly. Yes. Yeah. Which never happened because apparently backstage she was a little bit of a... A bitch. Not just a bitch. But apparently, uh, she kept her legs constantly attended to. Oh, so she was sunny. Bingo. <laughs> um, who else? We got Edge and Christian inducting the, the Dudleys. Which is I, phenomenal. I think that's kind of cool. I, I, think, th- I, I think, think Edge and Christian should go in together for for Edge for a second time. Christian for a first time. I don't think they'll do that. If they, if anyone's getting a two-time inductee, it's definitely going to be Triple H when he goes in as himself. Bingo. DX. Bingo. And or Shawn Michaels. Well, you don't think Edge and Christian, the tag team, they were great, but I don't think it constitutes as like. I think they should be independent. Two-time inductee, great. They Christian, should be independent. Christian is going to go in himself eventually. Recognize them re- both independently, re- regardless of how much Vince doesn't like him. Yeah, I don't he, know why. Because he's a creepy little bastard. That's why. Um, but he will go in eventually because that's what they do. They're like, who can we fill this year? Like you know. When I met him at HOH, it was got, it was one of my favorite moments. The first thing I asked him was, "Do do you still have the toy?" Because he has a toy that has Kevin Nash's voice, and it says, "But it's his toy." Kevin Nash is talking. It's kind of cool. I had to find the DVD. I'll show you. I will say that I'm 
I'm fine with Edge and Christian inducting them. But because I love ECW so much, I would have to say like it's my may- childhood. maybe Paul or Tommy. I would have went with Definitely Joel probably Gartner. Tommy. But that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. It's or Styles. Hell, Tommy and Styles. I'd have been good with Styles or Taz. Oh, Styles has been like blacklisted. Hell, Styles. Which would have been great. Yeah. Hell, I mean, the Dudleys were trendsetters through their entire career. Yeah. Everything they did. Bubba's still trendsetting. Well. So. Bubba's still in it. Devon's obviously enjoying his life now. And he should. His and kid, really so, absolutely. Devon's boys are going to be wrestling sometime soon. Oh, sure. I'll even go as far as to say have it be Tommy and Spike. That'd be cool. Which other inductions were there? Oh, who else? Next, obviously, we have Mark Henry being inducted by Big Show. That's a good one because that's their it, big friend. There's God. literally nobody currently in the WWE that deserves it more than Mark Henry. Hundred percent. Oh, dude, I agree. I love Mark Henry. Mark Henry is like when I met him at Icons, I told him, "Thank you." He needs to wear his salmon colored suit. Yes, the salmon colored suit needs to be a thing. If only for here's my personal opinion: they're inducting him because they can't induct a salmon color suit. (laughs) Somebody else should have. um, Daniel Bryan should have been on that list. You know, inducting. Nah, I think it's no because. Mark Henry and Mark, um, Daniel Bryan are really good friends. Oh, you mean inducting him? Yeah. Yes, inducting oh, him, sure. Dude, you have so many good friends with him. But well, because, out of it all, like, honestly, there's no one in WWE more respected than Mark Henry than maybe, like, The Undertaker. Like, sure. Behind the scenes end in the public eye. Yeah, I don't think I've heard a bad thing about Mark Henry. Um, Mark Henry was really cool when I got met him. So. He should be inducted by x That'd be so funny. Honestly, Wait, who my was pick, my pick would have been Ron Simmons. Or, uh, yeah. or, the nation, or the Nation of Nation Domination. Have I the Rock the show up. Have, have the Rock show up. Have D'Lo Brown. Get D'Lo there. Brown show up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, out, out, crawl out of obscurity somewhere in some dark hole he's hiding in. Farouk. And, uh, oh, next inductee. The, uh, probably the biggest shocker of that whole class, Jeff Jarrett. Who's the, it's Road Dog, right? Yep, and it's Road Dog. I'm okay with that, or it could have been. I will say, like. Kurt Angle should have inducted him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kurt Angle should be inducting uh, Jeff Jarrett. Because he's and then what we do is, is we just let Kurt Angle say whatever he wants, and granted, it'll take a half hour, but it would still be great. I will say, though, like, of all the inductees. Like, this is probably the first one where I, like, remember exactly where I was when I heard the announcement. Because <laughs> it was it was just that shocking, you know? Is there any, any other... Name another one from other years where you're like, I can't believe this is happening. Where I can't believe this is happening? Oh, it was going into the whole yeah. thing? I mean, there was a few of them, but... Warrior was, because I didn't think... Bruno San Martino. Okay. No, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Bruno San Martino for the old school wrestling. My fa- I grew up watching old videotapes of Bruno San Martino because, I shit you not, my father's favorite wrestler. And the entire reason why I got into wrestling was watching these old tapes that my uncle bought and would bring over for us to watch mm-hmm. on the weekends of Bruno San Martino. And for wrestling, him and Ganya are just about the most important wrestlers of that time and drew wrestling to what it was today. I mean, I would even say, for me personally, while he doesn't have as much acclaim, his importance is well over Hulk Hogan. Oh, of course. Because no name besides San Martino and especially Greg Gagne. Um, Maybe Buddy Rogers. Uh, B- Buddy Rogers. Well, because they were like the... I mean... Hogan was, classy Freddy Glassy. I mean, Hogan was one of the mainstream guys, but you still have to have the foundations. I felt like if there was ever a Mount Rushmore as far as like faces of a generation, San Martino's up there. Ganya's got to be up there. Yeah. Then I think, maybe Hogan. I would, th- I would think like Austin probably, because he was, you know... If, if you're breaking down the different eras, silver, mm-hmm. gold, and so on and so forth... Then a hundred percent, but no. For me, Bruno needs to be in there. The, the fact that he's not is is a crime. 
is 100% a crime. So, um, I think Bret Hart was a surprise, too. Because, oh, yeah, especially, because that was because, long before all the, like, the reconciliation. Oh, Vince, yeah. Him and Vince were, like, not talking. Who else? Who else I was excited that? for that one because I really thought if there was anybody that was ever going to say, fuck the script... It was Bret Hart. It would have been Bret Hart. But the amusing part is, is that all these years later, Bret's still a bitter-ass guy. He is, very <laughs> much so. Nothing's changed. He has a right to be, if you think about it. Made Vince McMahon. Dude, to turning the guy heel, Bret Hart made Vince McMahon heel. 100%. I, I will agree with you 100% on that. He it was definitely pushed all of the focus onto the McMahon family and their... Empire. It's the whole Montreal Screwdriver is what made Vince McMahon Mr. McMahon. Well, like, but, but before that, you know, you had the Hart Foundation, him and Nine Hart being tag team champions for a while there. Um, that whole heel turn was just very poignant in drawing the tension off of WCW and onto WWE. It really was very important. It's probably one of the top five I would list of important things that helped the McMahons create the monopoly that they have today. Yeah, I mean, one of the, one of the things, though, was the fact that when there was still, there was still competition going on, because if some... They can't do anything like that today because because they don't care if the crowd is like... They're, they, just, they just use it. They say, oh, it's just a polarizing response instead of capitalizing on it. Bingo. So we're still going to have... Roman Reigns main event WrestleMania. We don't care what you think. So one of the the next topic I want to talk about was the list. Um, there's a guy that works at Amazon um, named Richard Davis put out the top matches so far of um, 2018 from the beginning of the year till April. Top matches, okay. He has number one, Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks. That was a phenomenal match. NW, I mean, NJPW, Strong Style involved. Okay. And then you got Almas versus Johnny. Um, I know your opinion on that, but I still believe that was a great match. It's a good match. I still can't can't get this list opens up the nines when we do our yearly end of the year thing. And these matches... Could be the picks. I've got to say I'm disappointed that in that list that the Jericho Omega is not a lot higher up. It's number three. It, it should be number one or at least number two. Oh, Jericho versus yes. Omega? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... That was well-billed, well-promoted, and an absolutely insane match. The best part about that was how old school it was. It was so old school that it, it. I personally enjoyed it. I have over the years adapted to what we see nowadays. But the work that those two put in the ring, that I think, is really getting slighted. That storytelling was amazing. That's that's sixties, seventies era storytelling right there. Jericho, with how old he is, still put on one of the best matches of his career. of his career. Uh, agree, 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 agree. And the like the crazy yeah, part with. That was just like an on-the-fly decision to just join New Japan. That wasn't like a, you know... I'm doing this because I'm I can't. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was. I'm doing this because I don't care what WWE thinks. I'll, I'll still go back there anyway. But Jericho, before he did, did the match, he went to Vince and asked, can I do this match? I'm pretty sure that Vince wasn't thrilled with it, but he was like, whatever. But at least he asked permission. He wasn't under contract with WWE. Well, he just Jer- asked permission. Jericho, at who? this point in time in his career, is a special attraction. He can do what he wants. Mm-hmm. But out of respect, Jericho asked the god of wrestling, Vincent K. McMahon, can I go over Japan and wrestle Kenny Omega? And what do you think would have happened if he would have said no? He would have been like, well, I'm not under contract. But I think Vince was like, Cool. He came and asked permission. He's not under contract. He came and asked permission. Do you see anything else on this list you like? There's um, some stuff I do need to look up. Aleister Black versus Adam Cole. That was a good 13. match. That was a great match. I feel like it should be top ten, but... Lee versus Riddle was a good match. Oh, yeah. That was a really good match. 
Matt Riddle always... He puts on solid matches. He's always a solid performer. The only only time that I wanted to see the match was Aries and him at HOH. Right. And Riddle screwed up. He blotched a move. He blotched. Blotched. No, he blotted it out with ink and pen. He... Right, he shit the bed. He shit the bed. I'm still sick. What's up next? Next match challenge. I will say it was no surprise that Asuka and Miz won. I'm glad they won. But at the same time, it just felt like... The highlight of the entire thing, though, was Team Little Big. Yes. Oh, yeah. By the, the sexual tension between those two is great. Is hilarious. <laughs> My honor, my second place great team is obviously Rusev and Lana. Those promos are hysterical. You must <laughs> eat like a monster. You must train like a monster. <laughs> and then when he did his impressions of like all the other contestants, when he does the Usos, I lose it. Because that is just... Oh, yeah. Rusev is just... Vince, what are you doing? He He's too good to be wasted. I'll tell you one that was overlooked and I thought was really good, at least on their playoff of one another, was definitely... Flair and Rude. Oh, yeah. They had really good chemistry the, together. The Rope Warriors? Yes. Another one I would say would probably be um, Biggie and Carmelo. Because I just love the interaction with the New Day. And the pancake thing. Yeah. Was was really creative. I will say, though, I would have loved to seen how Bailey and Joe would have went had he not got hurt. Uh, I think that one would have been good, but I think essentially they just did the exact same thing. That they had already planned with Joe to mm. some degree, with trying to break that shell and here's, and here's, make him nicer to some degree. And I mean, in the end, Elias eventually broke down a little bit, was a little nicer to her. And I think I think that's essentially what they were going to do with with Samoa Joe if that was the direction it ended up going. If it had happened, here's a question though: Is that this was all just a um, social media experiment for them? Do you think they're going to try the same thing next year? Oh, of course. It'll or, probably be something different. It'll be probably different contestants. I mean, different wrestlers, but they're definitely going to be trying this again. Yeah, because there was there was definite interest. In, well, because it was the fact that it was just something random. It was like let's let's try this, see how it works out. So it's good to see that they're trying. I think overall it went well. Mm-hmm. Okay, John Cena and Undertaker. Do you think it's going to happen, or are you just going to? Either way, Undertaker's scheduled to be there, so it's just a matter of. They're not going to have a match. They're going to have a segment. That could. I, I see that definitely happening more, but I, again, like I said earlier, I would love to see it be the end match. Everybody thinks that... Like the red herring. Yeah, there'll be the red herring. Um, personally, I'm upset that uh, John Cena is taking up a seat of a potential fan. Um, <laughs> but luckily, the person behind him, he's not going to be in his way because you can't see him. So I do think that that's positive. But, I mean, I do think that it's very intrepidatious of him to take up a well-deserved seat of somebody that's sitting up at the front row. Not how serious you said that. that <laughs> Every times. single time, though, when he's cut his promos going, I'm going there as a fan. I'm like, how many times did he have to say that to himself in his head without being like, I'm so full of shit. Yep. So, mm-hmm. he's going to be a fan. But, let's look at the history of Taker at WrestleMania. First match ever, Jimmy Snooker. Great match. His first match with Jimmy Snooker? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 8 was? Yep. Jake? Yeah. Yeah, Jake. And then 9 was? I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. You guys well, are hard. Well, don't worry about that. Go to the matches that you do remember off the top of your head. Yeah, just go to, like, the more memorable ones. Don't Dude, go to you the... got Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Oh, obviously. You know what I mean? You got... The the end of the era mash or whatever it That's was. honestly my favorite. You got Edge. CM Punk. I saw the Edge one, like, in person. That's when the uh, there was a fireworks malfunction and people almost died. Dude, the yeah. one, I think one of the worst ones was him versus Big Boss Man at WrestleMania That was amazing. We got to see Big Boss Man get hung, okay? That was. I did not like that. <sighs> Giant Gonzalez, WrestleMania 9. Oh, was it? There's a reason why you forgot that. Yeah, that was WrestleMania 9. Him in his paint-on shirt with abs. 
<laughs> now I'll tell you, um, Bundy and him with the uh, the comically like ridiculously oversized urn. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like I don't remember much about that match. But you remember the urn. But I remember the urn. It was it was great. It was Jim Ross's quote for the twenty for uh, Mania twenty five though is still one of my favorites when he was like, "I just had an out of body experience after he kicked out of the tombstone." Yeah, um, thinking um thinking of no match that I enjoyed, dude. The best one because it. Pissed off everybody in the world was him versus Brock. Well, of course it pissed everyone off, dude. Because just it... because nobody knew it was coming. But the match itself wasn't that great. Yeah, dude, I just thought it was great just to see all the fans go. You want? Because my eyes went. Oh, Taker's just... gonna win. Taker's gonna win every year. Taker wins. Just reminded. Ric Flair versus the Undertaker with the Orn Anderson cameo. That match was awesome. And where. The Undertaker took the figure four leg lock and converted it into a choke slam. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> the um, the thing about the t- this is a little off, but the thing about the Taker and Brock match though was the fact that their SummerSlam match that they had, like one of the last ones that they had, wasn't it better? That one was so much better. That one looked like Taker was. Actually, not broken down and old. I was like, oh my god, why couldn't they have had this at Mania? Well, besides the fact that Taker had a concussion. But, like, the whole concept, because every, like, watching all the all the years, Taker always won. And then when Taker lost, I thought it was the greatest moment in life. Because I'm like, oh shit, Taker lost. Alright, everybody's personal opinion, greatest WrestleMania Taker match. End of an error with Triple H. My second place would be Shawn Michaels. I quit match. The Shawn Michaels match? Anybody remember Taker diving out of the ring and colliding with with the cameraman and almost killing himself? Yeah, it looked like he DDT'd himself. I have to go with... That's mine, by the way. Shawn Michaels. 100%. That that was the first time we saw the false finish off the tombstone. Yes. Before it got spammed to death with every other WrestleMania afterwards. What about... Him and Sam Punk. That, that was, was a good that was a good one. one. That was a good match. The, the only thing that wasn't good about that though was the fact that Punk basically made it clear how much he didn't give a fuck because it wasn't the main event. He was like, he he said you had to hold like on. stop you had to stop thinking what Punk said. But he said in interviews, I realize that, but we're talking during the build up to it. He said this before the actual match. He said, we all know what's going to happen. You don't say that. And we, I mean, we all knew that. Undertaker was going to win anyway. So it was like... No, I'm not taking off. Yeah, but it was at that, that point, You, were, it was just like basic to be like, yeah, the Undertaker's going to win. There wasn't, there, there wasn't really, like for me, I will be honest, I didn't think there was like, a, like the streak was at stake. Only, oh. not Rock, but like Shawn Michaels and then the first Triple H match. The, the Actually, one, no, the second Triple H. The one thing, though, going back to the punk one, though, that they threw in there, it was like, oh, did they have to do this? Was the whole Paul Bear angle. Oh, yeah. With the with the urn and the ashes. That was painful. I, that, I felt like that was just bad taste. That was disrespectful. Yeah. Very disrespectful. Well, even the kids were like, especially right. Especially to a man who helped him in his career. I mean, nobody realizes that Paul Bear was, behind the scenes, the reason that Undertaker kept any of his money to begin with. In the beginning of their career together, Undertaker was constantly spending money. He was hemorrhaging money, going out and partying. And Paul Bearer came in and said, look, I'm going to help you. I'm going to be your manager both in the ring and outside the ring. The thing about Paul Bearer, though, was the fact that... I mean, they they talked about this, too, because didn't they say that they kind of had to go through the family and be like, this is what we have planned. Yeah. If you don't want it to happen, you know... Well, I'm sure for... Legality, but, but as far but as far as like it was disgust. But, but I still think it was in bad taste. Him though, he he would have been like, just just do it. I mean, probably. I mean, once again, it goes back to like it's a little too be, fresh. I think is what it was. Well, yeah, it, it was happened. It was in weeks. Right, it was a little so. too fresh. If it had happened at the next pay per view, I'd have been good with that. Question: 
What do you remember when they start talking about the streak? Like, oh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17, 18? 17. 17 through 20. Yeah, okay. it was a huge thing then because everybody's going to try to break it. That's really when they started like making the streak a thing anyway. Really, Edge didn't think about breaking it? No, not really. I don't know if he, it was that he thought about it, but your the question sh- was when was it starting to get pushed. The streak started to become a thing after 16. Yes. One of the biggest screw-ups that they made, though, was the fact that there was a point in time where Edge had his own streak going. Not as long as Takers did, but then, like, one of the Money in the Bank matches, they were just like, okay, he's gonna lose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he could have done something with that. There are so many things that WWE could have done over the years that they just completely did not capitalize on. That's a subject for another time. There's another thing. There was, like, another funny thing about streaks I heard that really had me cracking oh, up. <laughs> it was just from HOH. Yeah. God. Was it the fucking... Mean Gene having a better streak than Undertaker. Snooki is undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Damn straight. Snooki's got a better win-loss record than Undertaker. <laughs> okay, what's the, next, what's the next subject? The uh, NXT next women's bracket. Yes. Now, for the bracket, I don't know. If so we... why are they doing the bracket in the first place? Because we just... already know who's the number one contender. It's um, Shauna Blazer, right? Yes. So what if she wins... And Moon, is Moon number one contender? Or are they going to go by their bracket? Is Moon even in the tournament? She shouldn't be. No, she's the champion. This is before. Okay. But I'm saying, what if she loses at the pay-per-view? Then I guess... She still gets her number one contender. So she should be number one. Like, I mean, worst come to worst, let me get a triple threat. I just feel like it's weird to have this bracket right before your title match, though. It doesn't make any for- sense. I look forward to it, especially because, like, the finals was, like, I think, like, the morning of WrestleMania. See, I didn't get it when I saw it. That's, I that's, think that's what I wrote. That's what happens when you got way too much wrestling in one week. Yeah. They got to basically smash everything together. That's all this was. In my opinion, it wasn't very well thought out. And it's just kind of like, what gimmick can we come up with to try to make all this make sense? So you were talking about Jericho naming it? Oh, my God. So, the Sensational Invitational was great. And apparently the story to this is, is Chris Jericho was in the middle of a podcast and came up with this and stopped in the middle of a podcast to text Vince McMahon this suggestion. And Vince's McMahon's response, anybody want to take a guess? I want to know. Thanks. (laughs) THX, thanks. That was all Vince McMahon could be bothered to respond to with a, such, with, with a suggestion such as that. Because he's too Wait. busy lifting weights. Wait a minute. He can't write out. He can't write out. Thanks. Yeah, THX. He's, he's a busy guy. He's a busy dude, man. And it probably wasn't even him. It was probably his wife that texted for him. <laughs> no, she's, she's in... Yeah, she's, she's too busy in a, with the uh, White House stuff. Yeah. But I just... I, I think... With everything that happened... We've already had this discussion as far as all that went with the backstory with that. Sensational Sherry should be... Was definitely very poignant in a lot of wrestlers' careers, especially we were discussing earlier the heel turn for Randy Savage. One of the Don't forget about her and Model and Shawn Michaels. Oh, I'm not, I'm not knocking that, oh. but I mean, one of, the, one of the staples of her career was the heel turn. What was one of the best things, though? Sexy Kurt. Okay, no, no, no opinion on that one? i sorry, what was the question? One of the best things with the sensation, uh, Sherry was the uh, Sexy Kurt segment. Oh, oh, Lord. That was her? Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. That... Yeah, because everybody remembers Angle doing, but she, yeah, she was she was in there, too. Oh, I totally forgot Because right after the that. segment was over, that's when she got ankle locked. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. I have to go back and look at that now. When she was hard, with Harlem Heat. That was good. I, I, for one, never took to Harlem Heat, she but yeah, she was definitely very important. She took part in the, she she took part in the uh, infamous Booker T segment when yes. she was trying to keep a yes. smile on her face. <laughs> she yes. was like, it'll be okay, you fucked up. Which Booker T has done constantly Sherry throughout the rest of his career. did so much here's, in history. Here's something, though, about, maybe it's something they'll keep in mind for next year. They're not going to switch the name again now. 
But next year... They could put her in there. They're definitely going to try to... Okay, who can we throw in there that... Karma! No. 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 It was a joke. God damn. Ha ha. Yeah, no, but yeah, next next year though, because they're not going to just call it the Women's Battle Royal. That's too un... The Molly Holly's Jolly Folly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So what's going on for TakeOver? Well, um, we got a lot of match for the first time ever North American Championship. Yay! What do you think of the belt? I like the belt. I it like has an old school look to it. That's yes. a cool ass belt. It's a very Triple H NWA belt. But really I did is. read some people's comments on different sides. The biggest thing I'm excited about is first off, the fact of the match. Secondly, the fact that it's got Velveteen Dream and Ricochet. Yeah. Those are the two main things. I, oh, that's really all I care about with this match. People uh, are upset. <laughs> the only thing I care about is even lighter. I'm there. But this, but therein lies the problem for me, though, as far as like the um, fantasy picks go. There's so many good guys in that ladder match. I can't just like. I really can't decide. Killian's got a good push. Okay, for everything, people are upset that WWE's putting more titles out there than dirt. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You got so many people on your roster. It's you a separate division, fight. absolutely. And it's, it's a different division. Show. It's an and entirely NXT different show. And needs something else for guys like Adam Cole. I mean, it's okay He's when you Carter do it with third. Raw and SmackDown, but then you start doing it for NXT, and suddenly it's a big problem. Exactly. Dude, I'm I'm I, I'm hyped about this match. Sure. Because I like Adam Cole, baby. Um, Ethan Carter, I really like Ethan Carter. Um, I could care less about Lars Sullivan, though. Oh yeah! Oh, come <laughs> on, he's got the he's got the crappiest, most awesomest finisher ever. No, oh man, dude. the the uh, teardrop spinebuster. So we got Johnny Garano. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Almas? Mm. You're like, eh, a little bit more. Yeah, a little like bit more. Black, and then you first I Chompa. Know. I love Alistair Black. Yeah. What was his name in Independence? Who? Chompa. Uh, was he like the, um, the, um, no, like he was, that's his name, but he was called something like, like a killer or something. We'll get back to that one. So what's the next one? I just said it. Grano versus Ciampa. Okay. After that one. Oh, uh, the tag team triple tra- threat match for, and the dusty tag team classic winner. The authors of pain are so hot right now. Yeah. But they're going to lose. <laughs> I know, but they are so hot right now. Yeah. They need to get called to the main roster. They are going to get called to the main roster. They're they, like, well, that's why they're not going to win. six people that are going to get called up. There's no way they're going to win this match because they're Just getting because called up it. to the main roster. Yeah. It would what? make no sense they, to give it to they, them and move them. They get called up. Where do they go? Raw. They should yeah. go to Raw and take, take Raw. a bar spot. Raw bar. Yeah. Absolutely. After whatever weird run we're going to have with Strowman. Honestly, if they bring up, should move up to Honestly, if they bring more than one tag team up, they need to all go to Raw. Oh, because wait, wait, Raw wait, needs you know, tag teams. Hold on. You know what? Because you were talking about Raw before. doesn't have tag teams. Exactly. I don't think point. that Sheamus is ready to hang it up just yet. But if he does, then bring back the Kings of Wrestling. That's what I'm talking That'd about. Yeah. Cool. Dude, I'm cool with heroes and Cesaro yeah, as a because team. It, because... If Cesaro is going to stay, stay tag wrestler, tag him up with Hero. Like anybody I mean, notice, Cesaro got braces. Yeah, yeah, it's from that. Yeah, it's from the, I know. The, the ring post or whatever. I just wanted to point that out. It was interesting. So Cesaro's not going anywhere. He's trying to make his teeth look pretty. <laughs> so, like, we know he's sticking around. Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. So my thing, I think the Air is going to win. They have to win because I can't see them putting on Strong and Dunne right now. And I like the concept. They're doing the Freebird um, thing yeah. because Bobby Fish is out. Um, that was Freebird. Then we got the Women's Championship match. Emma Moon versus, how do you pronounce her name? Baszler. Shauna Blazer. Shauna, is that how you pronounce just, it? Shauna? Shauna? Shauna Blazer. Just get rid of Shana. Shamika? I don't know. It's a weird Ronda Rousey's friend. The, 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 <laughs> the MMA person should get the belt. You think so? Yeah. Ember Moon's had it for a while now. Do you think Moon should move up? Yeah. Um, maybe not. With her not Stone with Cold her Stunner. current gimmick. With her Stone Cold Stunner? I find Eclipse. her current gimmick what not good enough gimmick? for the main I can't roster. really, like, what is her gimmick? I can't, like... 
Like she's identity. got this like weird twilight thing going yeah, on. Yeah, like I can't like, understand. Like it's so much going on, I can't like understand. So, like, so her and Finn Balor should be a team. Her and Finn Balor, or maybe, or maybe her and uh, Naomi. The, the, the they twi- can be called the team her and Naomi. Her and Naomi could be like Team Glow. <laughs> could be like Glow, glorious ladies of wrestling. <laughs> they could bring back Mount Fuji. I like Elmas. I like him as the NXT champ, but I know they're going to move Black. Him it's definitely Black's going to win this, and they're going to move Almas up. Time. Almas is going to get in the corner. He's going to go smack He him. has to. If he doesn't, it will be an absolute travesty to his career. Yeah. He is so ready yes. to go right now, but I think he'd better on SmackDown. Yeah. He will go to SmackDown. Oh, definitely. I think he's got a lot more potential in SmackDown. He will get buried in Raw. Yes. So, um, because SmackDown needs some more mainers. Exactly. Yes. And he has potential for that. Of course. <laughs> Angelina, Quit Angel- dying, Dave. Damn Angelina it. Lean into the mix, and that's hey, it. I'm still trying to get better. TNA and ROH. So, I was reading something that looks like TNA is going to be working with Ring of Honor for a couple of things. Don't they it's, always? It's, it's in ROH's best interest to work with as many promotions as possible. Exactly. I mean, because nothing, nothing's wrong with TNA now. I enjoy TNA lately. That's why nothing's wrong with it. No, because you got they're 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 doing better. They're, they're dude. They, they got better, better people behind the scenes now. Well, that's a start. Um, I, what's his name? Um, he was. He's a, so good you don't remember his name. No, no, no. He was Striker, wasn't he? Striker. Matt Striker. No, no, it was a Striker. Um, Cyrus. 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 That's it. I knew Cyrus it was, is a great mind. Dude, he's amazing. Yeah. I was trying to think of names. Yeah, and no, somebody no, else. He's, he's, he's definitely a good one. Dude, like, right there. Him talking to Ring Honor. Work together because you got Austin Aries right now holding titles. <laughs> Life is good when Austin Aries has all the belts. Yeah, didn't he win the... Um, That's going to burn he, out he, so he, fast. He won, a, he won another belt. Yeah, he won the grand championship. Still it's not, just sad he's, to he's say that... He's still not on the Neville level. It's such a Neville level. I love that. Let's keep that. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, though, it's sad to say that through all the bitching that he's done, that now they're finally like, all right, let's throw him a title because he doesn't stop the fuck up. I like him. I, I like him, too, but he's he's ran that bitch gimmick for so a, long. I got a friend of mine who, like, forever hates Aries because he's like, that time where he, like, teabagged Christy Hemi or whatever, fuck that fucking all asshole. Right. That was funny. I, I, I thought, I, I was like, you know what, that's probably not the first time or last time it's happened to her. So, I mean... I mean, uh, something she's probably used to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the ups and downs. Do you think this year WrestleMania is going to be a down? It'll or be up? up. It'll be uh, an up. Do you think it's going to be like, let's have some five-star matches tonight? It's going to be an up. It's just the build-up was a down. Yeah, I think the build-up was down. It's like... How horrible is Ronda going to be? <sighs> I don't know. That's one of the things I want to say. I'm going to fan my judgment. If I'm going by her videos of her training and stuff, I'm going to say she's going to do all right. If I'm going by. Did her... you watch Raw? Did you see her right. table sell? Okay, don't. I know that was bad. That was bad. I was. But you know, everyone makes a one bad mistake before they do, you know, decent. I would also like to point out on that, and please go back, check the video, tell it's me if face. I'm wrong. That's what I have. Not only her face. But go back and look at that, at that whole segment. They did a really good job. I thought they did a really good job with the most recent segment with the back attacks and, you know, putting Stephanie over in that situation. But look at the table that she gets put through. Tell me that table's not cut. Look at the way that table is sitting. Oh, yeah. That, That table, when she landed, it was like, stop, and then it went down. Why would... With somebody with the athleticism at the level of Rousey. Who does her own stunts in movies, by the way. Why would we do that? That makes no sense to me. I mean, okay, maybe there's a possibility that they're worried about an injury. It was such a huge sell, but seriously? I, I just think... I just feel like I, I cannot fathom. It was so badly done, and it's so obvious. I think Stephanie should not be in this match. Stephanie. Then, if yeah. not Stephanie, then who? I think somebody because that was literally the plot point of the whole. I understand that's the entire, entire build-up. I understand that. I think Stephanie shouldn't be in the match. I think Triple H should have tagged up with Nightheart, somebody that can like 
Ashley Russell. Well, Stephanie's gotten better. Her match with Nikki Bella was decent. But you want to see what Ronda can do in the ring. You don't want to see. You let that build what up. What kind of they're slop? They're yeah, not, but you got to remember, this is your debut. This is your debut. You're not worried. You don't about, go like guns blazing, crazy five star performances like right off the bat. You just show people what you got, and then you win, and then you start when you go on your career. Then you start doing the bigger, <laughs> stuff, bigger stuff. They're gonna look at Triple H and Kerr to carry the workload. Exactly. That's all there is to it. And and Angle, I don't know. He's he's been fucking weird. Like I mean, some I mean his stuff is like meme joke worthy. Like you know, with the uh, him getting like hit from behind, it's just looking weird. I can tell you right now, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not a tidbit of a segment between Triple H and Rousey in that too. I don't think. I think there's gonna be something where they're gonna wrestle one another, which I'd be okay with. Yeah. Okay, Bull Club T-shirts. Um, I'm okay with the new design. Have you any of you guys seen it? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's time for them to do something different. So, yeah, it definitely needs to be pushed in a different direction because it's not what it used to be. Yeah. So, what do you think? Blue Club is definitely not fine. What do you think of Cody Rhodes versus Kenny Omega? That's going to be great. That's going to be yeah, a really good it. match. Do you think it would hit a five star match? Probably. It ha- it, it, mm. No. No. Maybe it'll be, four. It'll be close. It'll, it'll be, be a four point five. I think it'll be good. I think it'd be really good. I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a five star. That's going to be worth of saying top ten in 2018. You, you don't know. If, you don't know if Meltzer is going to jizz all over it. Right. That's exactly the direction you got to think about. That's going to head. You know that when when the when him and Alvarez talk about it, it'll be like oh, that was a good match. Five star. Mm. <laughs> no. I'll say at least be a solid four out of five. Yeah. yeah. Which is still great. So yeah. if anybody wants to talk to us. And um, listen to our rumors. Please call this number four eight four eight four four nine eight two three. I already lost the number again. Four eight four eight four four nine eight two three. That is the Keener report. If you can't get a hold of Keener, you would talk to a man named George. Yes. George, George is the end all, be all of all knowledge of all things that are wrestling. He is Wikipedia for wrestling. He, he is sports entertainment oracle. Yes. Shut up. Not Give him a call. Well, Let's do it. Go ahead. Shut up. Okay. We can't get a hold of Mari Janetti, so you might as well call George. And she, <laughs> cheeky babies. That's a good so. trade-off. That's about they're the same level, Mari Janetti and George. Is he gonna be on margin, Eddie? I can't believe George of all people would be busy. But is he gonna be a margin, Eddie, to us? He's busy with the back. God. Your call has been. Oh, what the hell! Automated voice messaging system. Well, that went nowhere. Four. You should call his brother. Should I call Bill? Yeah. Do I have Billy's number? I don't think I have Billy's number. You don't have Billy's number? I don't have Billy's number. No. I think last time we actually tried to get a hold of Billy it was through uh, Facebook, but yeah. we're not we're not gonna do that. So, um, should we call the Keener? We just did. You didn't have any. You didn't have any um, recordings. No, he has. He's been right now. It's gonna be kind of hard for him because he's getting ready to work for the Phillies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anything going on with the fantasy page? I'm gonna put out the list, hoping tonight I. Mostly half done. Who's on the top? Like who's who's number one to one two three? Mike. Jim Mike's number one. That make yeah. me like number at least. You're number five. three. No. <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. So next Take year, Takeover's gonna screw us, though. I'm just so letting next you know. Year, we're changing the whole format. So we're turning off the comments. So nobody's gonna put their books. They're gonna send them to us. So you're never going to... I'm a mod. <laughs> you can't screw me. Yeah. There's that. I'll copy, paste, and change one match. Whatever. And I'll be the match that I actually get right, so I get 100%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They're going to send them by email. You won't screw see that. It. We ain't doing that. I veto. <laughs> the other three people, you're not feeding them that. Oh. Uh, I veto. 
I mean, if there's someone on the page that has the same idea of what I'm going to do, besides a certain someone sitting across from me, then, yeah, it's just easier to copy Cross me. Why are you talking to him? He's talking to you. The I'm people, sorry. In the, front of me. The people listening don't know. They don't know what directions we're in. <laughs> okay. For those of you who don't know, Fran is in front of me, so I'm low-key applying to, no, I'm not. to him. That's fake news. It's not fake. You're fake news. No, it's real I'm news. Fake. What? Dude, you guys are all just liberals. <laughs> Whiny snowflakes. <laughs> all right, folks. That seems to wrap up the podcast. Anybody have anything else? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, all the social media networks. Check us out on YouTube as well as Reddit. And look out for Marks of the Roundtable later this week. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Special start time with WrestleMania pre-show being it's at gonna like be 5 o'clock. It's going to be 5 o'clock. Which is a so, lot better than 4. <laughs> see who's going to be there and who's going to be on the... Are you guys going to be on the roundtable? I will try. So, There's so much wrestling, we didn't even get into the Supercard of Honor. My goodness. And they have good shows every year. Yeah, but oh, that's the Supercard of Honor. They had a, they have an awesome show. They always have an awesome show. It's like, Dude, is the sky always blue? We we got... What? <laughs> Shut up with your analogy. <laughs> We're going to have like three parts of... Um, parts of the round table. Three parts. Three parts. My God. Well, That's a lot of wrestling. Then, I don't think I can handle that anymore. That's just way I'm going to need wrestling. a nap in between at least. <laughs> the only person I can handle I'm getting too old for this shit. Oh, for the only person sake, I can handle that much wrestling is Daniel Bryan. Is in the middle of this. <laughs> so my plan is to talk about the beginning of um, the show. I mean, talking about like the matches. What, like, what happened in the weekend. Is part two going to be when Taker does finally come out? Because that's going to take about 20 minutes. No. Okay, just check. And we're going to talk about all the WrestleManias. We can go down to WrestleMania and talk every single WrestleMania for one of them. It will be called the WrestleMania Marks Around Table. We're going to we're gonna all talk about. Didn't you have a favorite of all time? That you WrestleMania mention? 8. I love yeah, it. I, I love there, 8 there and was, I love 10. There was an episode where we actually talked about that. I'm going to have to pull that up. Which episode, yeah, we should bring that up. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. So anything well, else? Yeah, we're, we're going to have the round table talk about that. Um... And then we're going to do the pre-show and then the ending of the show. Sounds Excellent. good. Yeah. That about wraps it up. Uh, thanks for listening. Again, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. And uh, please leave your comments. We want to know the direction we're heading. Give us any and all suggestions you guys can. Let us know how we can improve. Uh, me improving, getting better. I know. Stop coughing. So, this is DB Richards. This is Fran. This is JCL. And Haystack Hastings. All right. We'll see you next week. Night, everybody. Bye.